other commodities on the earth, which is time to God, that sacrifice no more becomes a sacrifice. It becomes an investment. And that investment travels down into the destiny of people to turn lives around and to shape destinies. And so tonight, if you are here, every time you are spending in this meeting is not wasted. You are investing into your destiny and you are investing into the future. And I trust God that tonight, God will visit you and God will touch you. Your life will not be the same. God will change something about you. God will give you a testimony. God will bless you. God will elevate you. God will empower you. God will make you strong. You will be better than before you came. This shall be your story. Many testimonies will await you tonight. This week, God will cause you to enjoy. You will laugh. You will smile. Weeping and jealous for a while. But joy comes in the morning. This shall be your story. Greatness awaits you. Greatness is your portion. I declare you blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Amen and amen. Tonight I'm excited most importantly because a man of God amongst all the people you decided to invite me and I am very grateful for this invitation. I want to talk briefly on what I have entitled my time. My time. Somebody say my time. You want to type in the chat my time. Shout my time. Wow. So we are talking about time. Time is a mystery. I would want us to quickly read Matthew 16, 18. After that, we will begin to fly. Matthew 16, verse 18. Then afterwards, we will begin to fly. I want to see if someone can post the Bible texts in our charts. Matthew 16, verse 18. Wow. Jesus said to Peter, You are Peter, a stone. I am reading from the Living Bible. You are Peter, a stone. And upon this rock I will build my church. And all the powers of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever doors you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. And whatever doors you open on earth shall be opened in heaven. Let's read Jude, Jude 1, the verse number 3. Jude 1, the verse number 3. 
Jude 1, the verse number 3. Maya Dabashaka. Wow. My God. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints, unto the saints, unto the saints. You know that when I look at the the conference as line crosses, a lot of things come to mind. But I am going to take it from another dimension that I believe will be a blessing. You see, time is a mystery. Time is a mystery. With all the things that God created, God in Genesis chapter number 1 verse 28 the Bible said that God created the heavens and the earth. But when you jump to verse 28, I mean verse 26 to 28, the Bible said that God said that let us make a man after our own image and likeness. And let this man multiply and fill the earth and subdue the earth and take dominion then he said you are the masters of the fish of the of the birds and of the animals you are supposed to take dominion so with everything god created god gave man god gave man that's All right. God gave man everything that man should take dominion. God gave man that dominion. But when it comes to time, God did not give man dominion over time. Let me try to put my notification button off. Hmm. So I repeat, God gave dominion to mankind right from the creation everything God created, the Bible said, God said, let us make man in our own image. Let them have dominion over everything created. But for everything that was created, with all the things created, there was only one thing that God did not give to man to dominate, and that is 
the commodity we call time. Only God has control over time. Only God has control over time. Time is a mystery. Time can make a man become a billionaire. Time can make a man become poor. Time can make a man become very anointed. Time can make a man become a prey to the devil. Time can make somebody who is a nobody become a somebody. Time is a mystery. So you look into scripture and you come to understand that God has a reason for not giving mankind time to dominate. If man had power over time, I'm telling you, this would have affected the way we even live, the way we grow, the way we act, the way we behave, the way we live on this earth. And most people would have taken advantage of this time over others and behaved in several ways that were not scriptural. So God said, I will not let man have dominion over time. So Bible said, in the beginning, God. I have heard a lot of preachers say that God lives in eternity. But sometimes when I look into scripture, I have not seen anywhere it is written that God lives in eternity. Or, but, but I believe that God lives in the now. Now, there are about three dimensions of time. Let me say this. There are about two dimensions of time. We have what we call the Kronos time. And we have what we call the Kairos time. We have the Kronos time and we have the Kairos time. We have the Kronos and we have the Kairos. Now when we say Kronos, we are talking about time that has got to do with man. The chronology of time. So from one we move to two, from two we move to three. From three, we move to four. From four, we move to five. That is what we call time. That is what we call time. Mankind. Kronos is what people call... Kronos is what people call calendar. When we are trying to keep track, you know... <laughs> It is because of Kronos that we had what we call calendar. Because mankind realized that it was very, you know, mankind realized that he was limited. And mankind realized that he does not have power over time. So there was the need to have a mechanism in place that will help mankind track time, monitor time. So that events will not take us by surprise. I want you to follow me carefully. 
So when we say chronos, chronos is order of events, order of occurrence. Now it is chronos that gave birth to what we call calendar. Now I am saying again that chronos gave birth to calendar because chronos is the time of man. And man does not have power and dominion and control over time. So then man had to bring in place a method, a technology, something that will make man take track, good track, and measure time, so that man will be able to work within time, operate within time, and live within time. By so doing, they may not necessarily be able to control time, but they will work in step with time. And this is what gave birth to what we call calendar. So when we talk about calendar, calendar actually talks about keeping track of days, time. It is an ancient practice where people, those days when they did not have calendars and and watches and all that, they use different methods and things like that during the Iron Age. All archaeological systems were in place to measure time. To measure time. So, calendar is actually the time of mankind. It's the technology humanity has put in place to assess time, to track time. To work in step with time because man appreciates, man accepts the fact that he is limited and does not have the power to control time. So if you cannot control time, then you can join time. There is a saying that if you cannot beat them, then you can join them. So if you cannot control time, then you can join time. If you can work in step with time, you can work in step with time. Hmm. Then there is another kind or dimension of time. Lift up your voice and pray in the spirit. It's a special season in time. The mystery of time. The mystery of time. Come on, engage the spirit. Lift up your voice. Fala labakonda libra di coses setete bradi hasaya. Open our eyes to time. Open our eyes to the dimensions in time. Open our eyes. Lagadaba shandalabadabadaba. Seten de leboshe ikonda labasha. Rabasha zakatandas. So zelevete bradi Come on, lift up, lift up, lift up, lift up. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. If you are listening to us, you can share the link to invite somebody. You can share the link to invite somebody as the man of God continues. You can share the link to invite somebody as you listen and be praying in the spirit wherever you are. Zabadi Basaya, Kadabalaba, Son de Levelebo, Shadalaba, Kundalaba, Saya, 
Felekeze Libra Dasha. Sonda Labahasaya. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Kanda Labashonda Labalabalabo. Ivala Labasha. Zanda Labalaba. Sote Kladivra Dikosa. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. Man of God, can you hear me now? Yes, please. Do you remember the last thing I was saying before it cut off? You were speaking about the, the Kairos aspect. The Kairos? Yes, please. All right. So let me go back and just come back. I believe somebody listening to me is being blessed. You need to follow me because we are just traveling. Tonight, I'm just giving an introduction to the main thing. Now, the mystery of time. Time can either make you or unmake you. There are people who wish that they could reverse time, but they forget that they don't go over time. There are people that wish that they are 32 years, 30 years, 25 years, 28 years. There are people that wish that they could go back and correct things, but they cannot because man does not have control over time. Now, like as I was saying, when we talk about time, there are two dimensions. We have the chronos and the kairos. Now, when I say chronos, it is a Greek word. Kairos is also a Greek word. But chronos looks at the event, the sequential occurrence of events. It looks at the quantitative. It is subjected to measurement. So you can measure one, you know, you go to two, you go to three. From Monday, you go to Tuesday. From January, you go to February. And it ends and goes around like that. It is subjected to measurement. Now, the other dimension of time, which is the Kairos, actually does not only look at measurement. And I was saying that I am a researcher, so I believe and understand what quantitative and qualitative is. Basically or fundamentally, when we say quantitative, then we are talking about that element being subjected to measurement. But when we talk about chronos, is more of quantitative whereas kairos is more of qualitative do you know that there are people who have so many children but they don't have quality children do you know that there are people who got married with so much flamboyance Money throwing left and right. They hired all kinds of cars. They traveled to Dubai, US, Canada for their honeymoon. I will not be surprised if some of them actually traveled to the moon for their honeymoon. But yet, they had no moon in their honeymoon. So somebody can have the chronos and lack the kairos. Somebody can have the quantitative and lack the qualitative. Somebody can 
walk to the moon. But by the time they get to the moon, there is no honey on the moon. So, life is God has hidden everything about your life in time. If you want to make the best of your time, you see, until you can learn how to cross, you must understand time. If you will, everything about your life, everything about your destiny, everything about who you will become on this earth is embroidered in the fabrics of time. So that if you don't know how to walk in the dynamics of time, time. Open your eyes into supernatural illumination of the mystery of time so that your eyes will be enlightened. That by the reason of this enlightenment, you will be positioned strategically in the kingdom to have access into greatness and have access into the kingdom inheritances. That God has for you your inability to understand the revelation behind time can deny you your access to the destiny God has ordained for your life, and we have no excuse than to understand this once and for all. Tonight, my prayer for you is that you will not work only in the quantitative, but you work in the qualitative. There are very important things. You see, people are heavily married, but they are not enjoying quality marriages. You see somebody employed in a very big company, driving in a big car, and you will envy the person for nothing. Because the person does not have the kairos of that chronos. The kairos of that chronos. You following me it's very important that tonight you grab this powerful thank God you are following hmm. so now let's go deeper we are going deeper we are going deep. I've said again that every human being is limited to time. But there is always what you can do that can give you a supernatural, a supernatural advantage over time. This kind of advantage comes through seasons of certain sacrifices and prices that are paid this kind of seasons of sacrifices and prices is what will position you to walk in step with time 
and not only walk in step with time, but give you an, an advantage over time. So that although you don't have control, you don't have control over time. It will see that you have control over time. Nobody has 25 hours at his disposal. Every man has been given 24 hours to make it in life. Everybody has been given 24 hours in life in a day to excel in life. But not everybody will do this. Not everybody will excel. Time is a mystery. Now, let us go deeper. Let us go deeper. Maya dagada nasi. Marinde geteketi. Mala dagada. I will be ending very soon, but I want to show you one mystery about time. Open your Bibles with me to Matthew 25. People who cross the line, people who make it in life, people who do well. You know, the January to June, God has seen us through. We are crossing to the next half of the year. You are not just crossing, but you are breaking records and setting new records. But every record you will ever set in life is hidden in time. In Matthew 25, the story is told about. Ten virgins. Five of them were wise and the other were foolish. Now, the Bible describes five human beings to be foolish because they did not have advantage over time. They did not have that skill of appropriating time to their advantage. The Bible describes them as foolish. I have seen a lot of people who started so well, but they ended very bad. I've seen men and women who have followed Christian groups, joined Christian organizations, and all of that, but they've ended very bad. You see, the difference between a wise man and a foolish man. Is your ability to appropriate time to your advantage. Your inner, you see, that is the difference between wisdom and foolishness. By, by definition, a wise man is the one in this context who has the skill, the arts, who has sought the knowledge and the keys of the kingdom. How to appropriate time to his advantage. The difference between wise virgins and foolish virgins is the ability to appropriate time. As I speak right now, at this point, you want to put yourself on the scale and measure your level where you are. <coughs> Are you on the wise side or the foolish side? 
your ability to appropriate time. Now, the bridegroom came in. When the bridegroom came in, it is said that the five of them who were wise filled their life. They told them to go to the shop and buy for yourself. They had. Why were type just type rate? When the wise virgins told them to go to the shops, people, people to fill the lamps of five people, it means that they were rich. But although they were rich, they were foolish. So it means that having money is not equivalent to wisdom. And yet, wisdom measured by the quality of life he has. A man's wisdom is not measured by the quantity of wealth he has, but it is measured by the quality of life he has. Can I repeat this? A man's wisdom is not measured by the quantity of, of wealth he has, but it is measured by the quality of life he has. These people were able to gather money, they went to the supermarket. Maybe they went to Dubai. Maybe they went to the oil city. And then they went to purchase oil. By the time they returned, they realized that the most important commodity to buy was not oil, but time. The most important commodity to buy in life is not oil, but time. The most important commodity to buy... Is not oil but time. They went to buy oil, but by the time they returned, they had lost oil. They had lost time. Sorry. They went to buy oil, but by the time they returned, they had lost time. So the most important commodity to buy in life is not oil, but time. The most important commodity to buy. It's not oil, but time. These men were rich. These women were rich. But by the time they went to buy oil, they came back and they realized that they had been foolish. They were not able to buy time. Tonight, I am here to prepare you this evening to go and buy time. Oh my God. Buy time. If people in the hospital who were sick on the sick beds could buy time they would not have died if that who has now grown at the life he life but other things he went to you to buy time because but tell life that can make your life better there are people who don't know Christ, tongue-speaking Christians. Why? Because they have not been able to appropriate time to their advantage. Tonight, I release you to... Now, I am something about time we call opportunity, privilege, scale of preference, decide to advantage. Now, sometimes God will not give you that 
miracle you need, but God will give you an opportunity for that miracle. A lot of the miracles I put opportunity for the miracle. People did not receive the miracle because they did not see opportunity. You are a line crosser. But listen, the thing I see in Jesus' ministry is that most of the miracles he did, he gave the people opportunity for the miracle. So God will not give you a car, but God will give you an opportunity for the car. God will not give you a wife, but he will give you an opportunity for a wife. God will not give you a husband. He will not bring you the husband to you like that, but he will give you an opportunity for the husband. God will not give you that testimony. He will give you the opportunity that will bring that testimony. God will not bring you that prophecy to come to pass. He will give you an opportunity for that prophecy to come to pass. So everything that we will do in life, everything that we will ever become in life, is hidden in opportunity. And what is opportunity? Opportunity is having the privilege and having the ability to buy time to your advantage. Opportunity. Let me open your eyes one more time. I believe I'm opening your eyes tonight. Let me open your eyes to Luke chapter 4. I will prove to you that people have had opportunities but they never saw it. Luke chapter 4 verse 25 to 26. And that will be tonight. I will end with that tonight. And tomorrow we will move to another dimension. Luke chapter 4. Verse 25 and 26. Can somebody share? Very good. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias. When the heaven was shut three years and six months. When the great famine was all over throughout the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent. Except unto 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 Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Let me get another version. In, but in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were closed up for three years and six months, so that there came a great famine all over the land. And yet Elijah was not sent to a single one of them, but only to Zarephath in the country of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. People of God, look at this Bible text. There were many widows in Israel. There were many widows in Israel. So, and Elijah was sent to the widow in Zarephath. To the, in the country of Sidon, Elijah was sent to her at the same scale of the widow of Zarephath. The widows in Israel were also suffering. The widows in Israel were limited. They lacked resources. They were suffering in life. They needed the intervention of God. But the difference between the widows of Israel 
And the windows of Zarephath is this. It's opportunity. The difference between the windows of Israel and the windows of Zarephath is opportunity. Is opportunity. Now, if, you see, I believe that God sent Elijah specifically to the woman in Zarephath because we are told in scripture that Elijah was not sent to anybody but he was sent specifically to Zarephath. It means that God had that specific thing to do in the life of that woman. And so he brought something to Elijah. You see, what did God give to God? What did God give to the woman of Zarephath? God brought Elijah to the widow in Zarephath. When Elijah came, Elijah commanded the woman to bake bread for him to eat first. By the time she was done, the flour never ran dry. And they ate and ate and ate. So you see, the miracle was was an endless supply. The actual miracle the widow wanted was endless supply. Tonight, somebody is receiving endless supply. The actual miracle that the widow was trusting God for was an endless supply. But God did not give the woman an endless supply. God presented the woman with opportunity. So we see in scripture that when the woman received Elijah, Elijah said, woman, there is a miracle. But if only you are ready to pay the price of opportunity, then you will be ready to enjoy the miracle. I have a miracle of endless supply. But if only you are willing to pay the price of opportunity, then you will have the miracle of endless supply. So God hides our miracles in opportunities. So the moment the opportunity was presented to the woman, the woman now looks at the thing. If I were you, or if you were me, and maybe if both of us were the woman, I don't know how many of us would have taken the privilege to buy time and appropriate ourselves with this opportunity to our advantage. How many of us, when you, you have only one morsel of bread to live and die with your child, and the prophet says, give me this one thing that you have. Give me this one thing that you have. Give me this one miracle that you have. This is what the Lord said. That if you can give it to me, you will never lack. And the woman said, this is an opportunity. Then quickly, the woman started doing the bread, baking the bread. By the time she was done, she enjoyed the miracle. Opportunity. Somebody shout opportunity. Hmm. My God. I don't know about you, but I believe I am preaching good. I love what is happening in this atmosphere because after I have released you tonight, some of you your eyes will be open to strange opportunities all around you all around you 
all around you. Look, there was another prophet called Elisha. Elisha was the prophet who healed the, the, the great man called Naaman, who was the leper. You see, there were many rivers in those days. There were many men. But Elisha said, jump into this river. The man said, ah, there are many bigger and better rivers. Why are you not asking me to go to any of them by this particular one? Opportunity. Opportunity. Your, if your eyes are not open to opportunities, you will see problems instead of opportunities. If your eyes are not open to opportunities, instead of grabbing the opportunity and entering into your miracle, you will be complaining about strange things that do not matter. Oh, I don't know. God is speaking to us tonight. I'm telling you, God is speaking to us tonight. Because Naaman was a great man. He was a rich man. He was a respected man. There were many better rivers in those days in the, in the land of the Jews. But the prophet said, this particular river is the one you must go into. And the, and the man was disturbed. The man was offended. How can you tell me that you should do this? Tonight, I am going to give some people here two opportunities. And I want you to grab those opportunities. I want you to grab those opportunities. I'm going to give you two opportunities and I want you to grab those opportunities very, very well. Listen carefully and listen very well. Listen carefully and listen very well. When Naaman was complaining that this water is not good, little did he know that the miracle he had been trusting God for all this while was hidden in this opportunity to jump into the water. He didn't know. In 2 Kings chapter 4, 2 Kings chapter number 4, the Bible said there was a prophet who was very poor and by the time he was dying, his family was poor. And the creditors came to arrest the sons of the widow to go and work as slaves. And the widow went to Elisha and said, Man of God, prophet, what should I do? And the prophet was very sad because the woman was owing a lot of money. The husband was owing a lot of money. They didn't have money. They were poor. Yet, Instead of the prophet to give the woman money, money was the testimony for the woman. <laughs> money was lajan, lajan. Money was the testimony the woman was looking for. But instead of the prophet to give the woman money, the prophet gave the woman opportunity for the money. And so the prophet said, oh well, as for the money you can have it. But the only way you can have that money is that if only you are willing to appropriate yourself to this opportunity I'm about to give you, is that although you are owing money, I want you to go and borrow again. Hey, how come that I am already owing so much money and I don't even have money to pay the creditor and you are asking me that I should go and borrow again? Man of God, are you okay? Second case, chapter 4. 
I want you to take note of it. And the man of God said, Go and borrow again, go and borrow again, go and borrow again, borrow vessels. And the shocking thing is that he didn't say, Go and borrow the vessels from your from far away, he said, Borrow from your neighbors. In other words, the same people who are around you who know that you are poor, he said, Go and borrow again from the man of God. How can you say this? Borrow again. Little did the woman know that the miracle was in the opportunity to borrow. He did, she didn't know. You see, supernatural things does not make sense. Supernatural things will never make sense. Supernatural things are never logical. If you want to interpret supernatural things with your logic, you never make a mistake. This is what Neymar wanted to do. He wanted to interpret supernatural things with logic by looking for better rivers. Little did he know that the miracle he was looking for was all connected to this opportunity given to him. Hmm. Time. The mystery of time. So tonight, there are two opportunities I want to give you before we begin to pray and I will end. Before we begin to pray and I will end. Before we begin to pray and I will end. Are you ready for the next level? I, I, I. Time. Huh. Opportunities. Opportunities. You see, so everyone here under the sound of my voice, God wants to. You will see the blessing. Your ability to see the opportunities will determine tackle in disguise. Your ability to place the obstacle of the miracle will determine your ability to see the miracle. The lens place obstacles on the pinnacles of miracles. For you to be able to see the miracles in the obstacles. Your ability to place miracles on the pinnacles of miracles. Your ability to place obstacles on the pinnacles of miracles. Will determine whether you will be able to have or see the miracles hidden in those obstacles. takes open eyes and God said to Abraham Lot also saw the land Lot said ah as for this land it's a bad land immediately Lot saw the land that Abraham was trying to go into he said no 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 papa I want the less particular land give that one to me and Lot decided to go for that land. And that land was Sodom and Gomorrah. So at the end of the day, whilst Lot was looking at the quantitative, he missed the qualitative. When Lot was looking at the Kronos, he missed the Kairos. When Lot was looking at the obstacle, he missed the miracle. All Sodom and Gomorrah was cursed. But God spoke to Abraham and said, See, 
as far as your eyes can see, I've given that land to you. And this was the land flowing with milk and honey. And that was the land God gave to Abraham. And that land did not appear good. But it was actually the land flowing with milk and honey. And Lot missed it. Why? Because he was only looking at the obstacles and not the miracles. Sometimes there are some young women here under the sound of my voice. That young man looks very short. But he has vision. And that, that man could be your husband. You are only looking at the obstacles and not the miracles. Tonight, I am going to give you opportunity because opportunity is having the privilege and having the ability to appropriate time to your advantage. That is what we call opportunity. Some of you, the opportunities I'm going to present you with tonight, it is going to change your life forever. Your family will change forever. Your destiny will change forever. You become better and you become better. You will not just cross like that. The difference between wise people and foolish people is opportunity. And tonight I'm giving you opportunity. Will you grab it or you will not grab it? Will you grab it or you will not grab it? First of all, if you are here under the sound of my voice, and the great you will not go to hell. It doesn't make sense in the natural. But this is the wisdom of God. It is opportunity. And if you don't grab it, you can fail in life. Tonight, you are here under the sound of my voice. I want you to type the word, I am ready to be born again. Or just type the word born again, born again, born again. Type born again. If you want to give your life, you are here. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, an opportunity is here for you. Just type the word born again. Just type the word born again. You want to, oh, I have one person. One person is here that wants to give his life to Christ. That is powerful. Opportunity is here. Opportunity is here. I have one person. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I have one person. If you want to give your life to Christ, I am giving you an opportunity. So just type the word born again if you are here. One man gives his life to Christ. There is so much joy. All the angels of heaven celebrate. Wow. You want to give your life to Christ? Just type the word born again. Type the word born again. Born again. Born again. I have one person. Wow. Brother, I want you to say these words after me. Can you, can you call in right now? I want you to call in right now. My brother, I want you to call in right now. All the people, all the people who want to be born again, I want you to call in. Man of God, can we have two or more people calling in at the same time? Yes, yes please. My God. Yes, call in right now. Call in right now. The man of God will accept your call. If you want to be born again, I am giving you an opportunity. People have died when they were sleeping. They didn't know they would not wake up the next day. And they died in their sins. They went, they are going to hell straight. But tonight we are not trying to put fear in you. But we are giving you an opportunity that will make you not just go to heaven but you'll be enlisted as a child of god on this earth my god if you want to accept christ type the word born again and just call in right now just call in call in if you can call in just do that but if you cannot but i'll be very glad if you can call in if your internet is worrying you and you cannot call in that's fine but if you can call in just do it so that you just you just do this together those of you who have called in right now 
Just let me just give you two seconds more. Two seconds more. Anybody that wants to give his life to Christ, I'm, I, tonight I said I'm giving you only two opportunities. And this is the first opportunity. The opportunity to be born again is the greatest thing that can ever happen to you. It is the greatest advantage over time that you can ever have. You may not have control over time. Nobody knows tomorrow. But you can position yourself. You are here. You want to appropriate yourself. Just call you right now. Those of you who have called in, can you hear me now? Please, we have not had anyone yet. You've not had anyone yet. All right. If we don't have anyone, if you are here and you can hear me, please call in now. Call in now. Call in now. We have the patience for you. Just calling now, 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 now. I'm waiting for you. After that, I pray, I'll, I'll pray for you. I'll present to you another opportunity. I'll begin to maybe prophesy to one or two people. And they will be out of here for the first night and move to the next dimension tomorrow. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Type the word born again. Just type born again. I saw one or two people. Just call in. Call in now. Let the man of God accept you. On your phone, you will see call in. So just tap it and then call in now. Call in now. Call in now. Call in right now. Oh, man of God, I feel anointing in the house already. Yes, sir. This is the greatest thing that we can ever do for Jesus. Mm. Prophecy is not all. <laughs> Prophecy is not all of it. Oh, the most important, the greatest miracle that can ever happen is when a man takes the opportunity to accept Christ. Can we have anyone calling in now? Now, don't worry. I am not worried at all. Just, just call in now. Just call in now. Just call in now. I'm waiting for you. Whoever type born again, I'm waiting for you. Sammy, I saw you type born again. Just, just call in now. Doreen, I saw you type born again. Just, just call in now. Just call in now. Doreen, I saw you type born again. Just call in now. We are waiting for you. Someone, I saw you type born again. Just type calling now. You want to, you are also here. You want to rededicate your life to Christ. There are some of us, the kind of life we are living, you know that this kind of life, it can't go to heaven. This kind of life, it cannot attract angels. Yet you want to cross over. You cannot cross because these things are hindrances. You are here under the sound of my voice. And you want to rededicate your life. You want to give your life again to Christ and say, God, Although I have accepted you already as my Lord and Savior, but I want to rededicate my life to you and make another decision that from today I'm going to work with you and serve you and worship you well. If you are like that also, I want you to just call in right now. Call in. Join the call in right now. I'm waiting for you. Just call in now. In the next two minutes, I'll be done. In the next one minute, I'll be done. If nobody, yes, I have one person joining. Woman of God has joined in. You want to rededicate your life also. Please join. Call in now. Call in now. We have 30 seconds more. There are some of you, as I speak right now, the anointing in the house is hitting you. I have gone to meetings where people are jumping up and down. Jumping is very spiritual. It is good. 
Singing is very spiritual, it is good. I don't underestimate any of these things. But there are certain times where you have to enter a meeting and you weep, you cry, you, you shed tears because you look at your life and you realize that you are not enjoying that dimension of the quality. The night is your night. God, woman of God. I want you to say these words after me. Okay. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die for my sins. You came to die for my sins. Tonight. Tonight. I accept you. I accept you. With all my heart. With all my heart. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my personal savior. And my personal savior. Forgive me all my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Wash my sins away with your blood. Wash my sins away with your blood. I will worship you. I will worship you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will love you. I will love you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Church, woman of God, I want you to be very happy. Church, help me. Let's celebrate the Lord Jesus for this one miracle that has taken place. There is joy in heaven everywhere. You want to clap your hands. You want to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You want to be happy. You want to celebrate with the angels. The innumerable company of angels. We have come to Mount Zion. We have come to the city of the living God. We have come to the innumerable company of angels. Tonight, church, join me. Let's celebrate the Lord. For somebody here has taken the privilege and opportunity to join. Grab the opportunity to make a very wise decision in life. Oh, join me. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Oh, celebrate the Lord. Man of God, I don't know, but I'm excited in the house tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Lord yes, sir. is working mighty, mighty miracles in the place. Mighty miracles. Yes, celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate. 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 Oh, Shadabaha Tagadaba. Oh, Father, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Now, you want to lift a prayer right now. And this prayer is just a two minutes prayer. It's just a two minutes prayer. And this prayer is a just a two minutes prayer. You are praying that may the eyes of your spirit be open to every opportunity around you. Sometimes you see the Bible said that the God of this world has blinded the minds of the people to the gospel. So sometimes people don't even accept Christ, not because it's their fault, but because their eyes are blind to opportunities. Their minds are also blinded to opportunities. You want to lift your voice. There are opportunities to marriage around you. There are opportunities to good 
businesses and jobs around you. There are opportunities to the fruit of the womb, opportunities to, to travel in, there are opportunities to financial testimonies. You are lifting a prayer, and we are praying this prayer the next two minutes. You are saying, God, open the eyes of my spirit to every opportunity around me. Mm. In the name of Jesus, join me in prayer. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray now. Lift your voice and pray. 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 Open our eyes, O Lord. Open our eyes to opportunities. Open our eyes to opportunities. Open our eyes to opportunities around us, O Lord. Open our eyes to opportunities around us. Open our eyes to opportunities around us. In the name of Jesus. Shadalabadosha. Ikapatosha lefrakandolo bado sandala ba fagadada ba shakandole bade rabakosha kitalabadia saya imakonda labasai kindele bade open our eyes open our eyes come on lift up your voice lift up your voice and pray kalabasha manto seketendele ifalikaza brada kalabata brantole open our eyes lord Open our eyes, Lord. In the name name of of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.